This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstiles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, forever again. Go to poppyapparel.com and use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. First off, if I seem like I'm tired, like I usually do, this time I have an excuse. You'll hear why soon because I have a special guest in-house with, I wouldn't say special, but another guest too. (laughs) So go to poppyapparel.com, use promo code THEPODCAST, capital D, get 10% off, free shipping worldwide, women's apparel. Nice stuff, go buy your wife something because I don't know if I have any women listeners. And go to podbros.com, listen to me there. They, I am signed to their network. They do nice stuff for me, so help them out as well. And click on their banner for Amazon when you do your shopping, help them out, which in turn helps me out. All right. You want to say something first? What's up? What's up to all my fans out there? I want to show love, peace and love to all you peoples and all the peoples in the house. That's it? That's it. See, you got this is this is non-drunk Richie, so oh, you know what I mean. This, this is like the, the first podcast where yes, no, no first because we smoked. Okay, okay, but anyway, non-drunk Richie is in the house with and a very special guest. We have a very special guest, <laughs> very special guest, very special guest, world-renowned black belt Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu practitioner, Mister Teacher, teacher Champion. Any other accolades am I forgetting? Is that good enough? Uh, I, well, he's got a bunch of... Okay, well... I would never... I don't feel like... I, I'm not really... You don't like to anything. shine your own knob, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's not... We hit it on the head pretty good. I, it's, hum, it's not humble. Uh, I got Mr. Thomas Beach in the house for the first time on the podcast. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm... I'm uh, I'm really excited to be here. So, and we've already already had some fun so far. So, oh no, I should be thanking you. I finally did my first jujitsu class of all time. My I pleasure. broke my cherry. 
Thank you. <laughs> I had a threesome for the first time in jujitsu. <laughs> that was what, like two and a half hours? Or? Was it? The, I don't. I don't even time I it. I think so. Yeah, we could. We would have kept going if you know, if I didn't say that I had to go. <laughs> but it was awesome. No, it Steve, was. Steve, you did awesome, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. Apparently, I have skills. And this guy, no, but this guy's an awesome teacher. That's why no, he I is. wanted you to to experience this. And then, you know, kind of go through the whole thing and then uh, enjoy the podcast now and, you know, pick his brain kind oh, of. And, most definitely. You won't hear too yeah. much from me today, people. Okay? Yeah, he, he's dipping out. He's just here for the intro, so don't yeah. worry. Well, yeah, you did uh, You did very, very well. Uh, like I said, you know, your kinetic awareness was... was uh, obvious so that's a that's a really good start no thank you i appreciate it that's good to know i always knew i was good at stuff but but then again like i always say i learn through visual and hands-on and jujitsu is perfect for that for me Mm -hmm. because it's literally you're learning on the job and like you even told me too you're still learning and you're a black belt right so it never stops absolutely and that's the beauty and i always love to keep on learning because if you're not learning you're dying and it's you know you're always going to be learning, and especially because it's, I mean, if you, in the big scheme of things, you look at something like wrestling, right? Right. It was like one of the first things um, of combat sports, I believe. Uh, and uh, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I mean, is really in its infancy. Um, mm-hmm. So the amount that's going to, the, the evolution and the amount that's going to change still over the course of time, I mean, it's just endless learning, and so it's it's exciting, right? Because yeah, I can have done it for this many years, and you, you know, always learn something new. There's, <laughs> I, I can go online and just watch, and every day I right. I, I can find I, handfuls of things I've never seen before. Well, so it's uh, it's always nice to know that like you have so much to learn. No, you do. Like even well, obviously myself, just as a viewer, it's like when I was first seen. Obviously, the first time I've ever seen Brazilian Jiu Jitsu was through Royce Gracie in the UFC one. Like best, most people, right? The best. Well, so, everybody, could, you know, that was that was a big changer. Well, of course, that was because no one knew about it. Little, unless you were Brazilian. little guy beating up like pharmaceutical, <laughs> you know, monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, and doing it like almost making it look too easy, you know, and well, that it was, was the, and that was the, like 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 uh, Professor Thomas was saying, it was, it's such a difference, like how it's even evolved from the first UFC uh, jujitsu because now everybody's taking their own little things and doing all these little things, and even at, like you know guys like Eddie Bravo, how you know, and that's perfect. Thank you. That was going to mm-hmm. be my first question that I have for you is how many different types are there? There's Gracie, there's Baja, there's this, there's like Eddie Bravo. There's... Well, no, it, it's it's not uh, categorized by that. You know, okay. I, I know that the the like the Eddie Bravo um, rubber guard system. Yeah, the, uh, that's kind of like a system of jiu-jitsu that he created, okay. and I'm not, I'm not, I can get into how I feel about it, I yeah. guess, <laughs> at some point, but, uh, uh, and it is an affiliate, like, 10th planet, but yeah. the rubber guard, that, that's more the system part, Okay. and, like, the, the Gracie Baja, the Alliance, yeah. 
uh, that's the, the, the affiliation, right? The team. Oh, and the 10th right. planet mm. of... So Rubber Guard is the 10th planet. 10th mm-hmm. planet is their affiliation. Okay. Yeah. So, that's so it's just, just different affiliates, but it's all under the same umbrella of BJJ. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 you know, some teams are, are more known for this type of... Um, uh, style per mm. se, you know, you look at GF team, you have a lot more top players, a lot more wrestling and judo, and they okay. like to, you know, pass the guard and, and more aggressive that way. Like mm. a, the, they're like their biggest star they had who kind of set them set them off, I believe, was Adolfo Vieira. Okay, yeah. and uh, so he's a great example of someone who was that really tough top style. Right. Yeah, Shit. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, in your opinion, well. I'm sure you've trained at different gyms and mm-hmm. been under the tutelage of different mini professors in your lifetime. What do you think is the most effective, if not the best style technique or gym out there? If someone's looking to be a professional... Are you, are you saying if you are really coming up in the ranks or something? Yes, exactly. Like You just competed the- amateur and now you want to make that next step. And you're looking for the best gym or system? Like... Okay, let's make it simple because a lot of people don't know the system. So let's say gym because a lot of people know gym names. Um, what would, would you recommend? Let's say like top three out there in North America. You know, uh, definitely I would say, you know, New York. You got, uh, that's a real hub there. Uh, a place like Henzo. You got Henzo's. You got Marcello's. That's right. uh, I mean, you got uh, what's his name, uh, Santana, Merlo Santana, and uh, Meow's their style. Um, so in New York, that would be a hub for sure. But the biggest one would be. Uh, you I could say bye, Richie. Uh, say bye. All right, to all my fans out there. Richie's leaving. I gotta go. Things happen. I gotta go see if a fan is stuck in a train. <laughs> Alright people, peace out. Listen to the knowledge, suck it in, soup it up. Alright guys. Take it easy, peace. peace guys. Good to see you, brother. Right? Thanks, yeah, Richie. All the best. Yeah. Alright, Till next safe. time, brother. For sure. Keep me posted. We will, most definitely. Oh gosh, where where was I at? I got the so in New York. goldfish memory. You were speaking yeah, up the uh, New York scene. New York? Yeah, they have a great hub in Marcelo and you know they got Bernardo Fria there. He's, you know, he's phenomenal. Right. Um, and then they have a lot of other smaller schools there that are great too. But okay, I would yeah. say like a Marcello's. Yeah. I would say Marcello's in New York, for example. Okay. Or uh, you got in California, mm. right? That's really the the golden palace that's, of Yes, BJJ. that's where you hear. That's what I hear mostly. I, for there, oh, that's tough. I can for sure say like Andre Galvao's yep. head, headquarters, uh, and then maybe go with like a Cobrinas. Okay, that would be like a top three. Oh, there you go. But yeah. if uh, all respectable, you can definitely not go wrong uh, with like your top five in uh, California. You know, like San Diego. Well, everyone makes the move to California. And, yeah. and same thing with, yeah. I hear a lot of people make the move to Colorado as well. There's a big system there. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, another thing. No, not Well, not as as big, but there is a definitely a benefit from the altitude, right? That's, that training. I, that's what I assume as well. Um, also, what was it with? Um, I was thinking about which gym. 
I can't re remember which gym it was. But there, there's so many, and I would say, it, just to put it together, basically, if you're if you're a up and comer and you have the financial stability or yeah. or support from family, and you know, you show you're working hard and you want to go somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, you go to California. Yeah. You know, you live cheap. You you room it up with a bunch of other fellas Keep and. You just do it as cheap as you can. You work your butt off every day. Maybe work a little side job and train, train, train. I mean, there you go. That's if you really want to pursue your dream. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I, I'd say that, yeah, would be well, the best. Speaking of dreams, perfect. Next question I got for you. Was your dream ever to get into MMA or was it always just BJJ? You know, yeah, that's actually funny. I, I was... <laughs> I was pretty troubled uh, and when I was a teen, and uh, so, well, I always fought a lot. Okay. Um, not a good thing. <laughs> uh, pretty stupid. What's but, up, baby? Uh, you know, you're a kid. You live and learn. Uh, thankfully, it didn't uh, go too bad. Well, you're still here, you know, so I'm that's a good thing. still here, but... Uh, <laughs> um, let me think. I'm drawing, I'm drawing blanks here. Because uh, re obviously... Repeat, the, repeat what you were... What, well, what you're you a black belt, sorry, right? I'm you're a black belt in BJJ, obviously. And I, usually yeah, yeah. the next step would either... Obviously, you're teaching, so that's a good thing. Or would transition into MMA. And you don't oh, even yeah, have sorry, those people. I, I, I can't believe I, I just... Because you have blue belts that go into MMA. That yeah, don't even yeah, go yeah. up the ladder as far as you did, yeah, right? Yeah, well, sport jiu-jitsu... We can, if you want to get into that at some point, it's much different, you know. Like you're going to have a, a, a world class purple belt that they're holding back, and he's he's just a phenom who would just obliterate in jujitsu and mm -hmm. a, a black belt in MMA that are more casual. Uh, they're just cross training, but they're still worthy of a black belt. It doesn't right. mean they're not. It's just a different level, right? Yeah. Sports jitsu is where they're just they're able to focus on just jiu-jitsu so right. you can't expect the same amount of uh, technical uh, proficiency and you know excellence mm -hmm. when, when you're boxing kickboxing muay thai all this other stuff mm -hmm. but um I, the question earlier uh yeah about doing mma i remember in the beginning i went in and uh i was doing some MMA classes, like, I bounced around and did some random stuff mm. that is just, just silly, it's just nonsense. <laughs> like, I used to, with some friends, I used to, like, grapple in the park. Right. Just literally grapple in the park. Okay. And, uh, you start like, a bunch of, like, a bunch of idiots. But it ended up leading to something, thankfully. Right. And then I, uh... A friend of mine, uh, Claude Claude Patrick. There you go. He uh, local he boy. was yeah, he, a really great guy, um, and yeah, he fought in the UFC. He did quite well, um, but he has his own facility, and so that's what he's up to now. Yeah, he's okay. doing well, and uh, I, I bring him up because I actually tried out an MMA class with him. Oh. And Gotcha. So, but I was doing a little jujitsu on the side as well because they're like it'd be good for you. And mm. uh, I, when I was, I remember being in the guard. Yeah. Like it was yesterday. Okay. <laughs> and all these guys, you know, 
I would just armbar, 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 armbar. I was like, oh, this is great. Mm. You know, I was so excited that I wasn't punching people, but okay. I, I, I technically won that scenario, you know, in training. And right. I just thought that was really cool and uh, not it not being as violent and then you win. Mm-hmm. So... You know, kind of the Damien Maya. I was just going to mention that, yes. The Damien Maya road, yes. I really admire him for what he's done and how far Or Ben Askren. Ben Askren's another example, right? Absolutely. Ben Askren. He's a he's a, an anomaly, man. With Like his wrestling. I, I think he called them funky. Ben Funky Askren. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he, man, he, some weird wrestling, but it worked. It, <laughs> it works. Works. It, it works. Thank he's you. He's good, man. <laughs> Guy knows he he knows what he's doing, uh, but yeah, okay. To get to the question, I, I keep back uh, to why I you haven't been in MMA up, <laughs> about MMA. So I started, and uh, I just love the BJJ aspect. Right, and I was doing BJJ more BJJ training like three times a day, um, just mopping the mats three times a day. You know, just yeah, paying your dues. By, uh, I can get into all the living situations, all that stuff yeah. later on, whatever. Uh, and I was approached, um, and I'm not going to say who, just because. Sure, I don't like name, like yeah. Don't I, I, I I don't know if they they want to be mentioned. Uh, just in respect to them, but sure, someone I really respect and gave me an offer to. Uh, you know, come train at TriStar. Nice. And said, reminded me a lot of the talents and just, I don't know if it was mentality or mm-hmm. something of George St. Pierre. Wow. What a compliment. And that was such a huge compliment to me. Of Unfortunately, course. now how my career had to end in BJJ, I, I feel really short, you know, short lived uh, yeah. or short. A big shortcoming, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, but a compliment from someone like that who is well respected, and uh, that I was re- he, I reminded him of him. Right, I, that meant that meant a lot to me. Of course, and I turned it down uh, because I guess I didn't I didn't really know myself. I was so young at the time, okay. and and I just simply was just. So in love with BJJ. Okay, gotcha. So I, I guess it, I, so I don't know if that answers. That no, it answer does. To come questions. down to it, you just love BJJ more, and you wanted to keep going in that avenue instead of going the MMA yeah, route. Just, just obsessed, man. Just. And obsessed. now the obvious question: You don't make any money in BJJ like you do in MMA. Huh. I'm saying competing wise. I'm not saying the teaching or the class aspect, but just competing wise. There's you can't become a millionaire, can you? In competing in BJJ, it's more for the love of it. If you are gi or no gi, top three for sure best in the world, I don't think you could live a good life really? off pro competition wins and wow. super fights. No, wow. See, like you could if you you're the Sidney Crosby or Ovechkin mm-hmm. of our sport, yeah, and you can't, you wouldn't be able to pay your bills. I don't that's, think that's no. so sad. 
from competition. Now yeah. teaching is different. Yeah, all this other stuff. Oh yeah, and like sponsorships too that come yeah, with it. Oh, deals. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You at the highest level, you know, you can teach and compete and do seminars. And if you're that high level with a good academy, yeah, you you can make really great money. Right. But that's through a business, right? A business and teaching. That's the thing. Um, most of the guys, they make a pretty pretty decent living. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, just teaching for their team at one of the uh, academy's affiliates. Right. Uh, but the most successful, I believe, are the ones that um, open their own academy. Gotcha. You know, like Marcelo Garcia has his own academy. Right. And I'm sure he's doing very, very well. <laughs> I'm sure he is, yeah. Uh, and, you know, well-deserved. He's uh, he's incredible, so good for him. And it's it's... I feel bad for a lot of guys because, you know, they've worked so hard. You're, yeah. you're so accomplished. And you can't make a good living. Sometimes I, sometimes I joke with other guys. I wish I picked, like, tennis or something. <laughs> I don't know. Something with golf. any. Yeah, golf. Something <laughs> with some better chance of it Fuck, we're on the theme with this podcast. Lu- lucrative. Even porn would probably make more money. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Well, here, here, it perfect. Would, it would, it, it, yeah, yes, it would. <laughs> Let, let's get into some raunchy shit here. Have you seen this new BJJ or sorry, women's grappling porn mm-hmm. where the loser has to take it from the other woman or something like that? I didn't see any actual like sex porn thing like that. I just saw some like it was on like I was watching videos of right. like actual legit BJJ matches. Okay, and it just popped up. And I don't know if it was an ad. <laughs> oh, maybe through the next one okay. or an actual short clip video. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was just like two like in like basically bikini as naked as they possibly yeah. could be with covering up their 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 pom pom yeah. and their tatas, you know. And they're oiled up and they're like grappling and making <laughs> sexual noises. I'm like, what the? Yeah, but then see, then the loser gives it to. I mean, yeah, the loser takes it from the winner with a strap on or something. Really? It goes into full lesbian porn after. You know, I, I mean, I like to say I'm a respectful guy and all. But, How do you, what uh, do you think of be, that? If we're going to be real on here. Uh, uh, oh, it's I, as real I, as it gets. I, I, I love the saying to each their own. Thank, okay, thank you. If you're not hurting yourself or other people yeah. and everyone is enjoying it, why not? I don't think there's not I, nothing wrong with it to me. I okay. think it's kind of cool. Perfect. So you're not a stickler like the, I guess I'm doing air quotations, like I usually do old school heads where they're like, oh no, it's sacred this. You can't do that to the sport. Why would anyone watch this? So to you, it's whatever. I think... Or is I it, take, you don't no, even take, think of it as a I sport. Take, no, I, I take... I take the sport, the martial art, very seriously. Discipline on the mats. Uh, well, of course. In the dojo, how you treat people. Uh, you know, there's a lot of corruption, and uh, we can get into that. Oh, and, like uh, any sport. Uh, you know, the things that I've seen and been through. and right. uh, uh, But when it comes to being on the mats, you know, how you treat your students or your fellow teammates... Um, especially it's a very male-dominated sport, how you treat the women. you got to be very careful, and, and it's important to 
I take all that stuff extremely seriously. Okay, good. Because that was going to lead into my next question too. What, how do you feel with rolling with women? Is do you see it any different? Do you uh, care? Do you pull back a bit because it's a woman? Like, uh, uh, so to finish off the first, go for it, yeah. uh, and then I'll go in, into and then piggyback that, into it. Sure, I can even remember here. It's <laughs> basic. It's me. <laughs> I'm the same way. My listeners are used to this. Don't worry. I, uh, yeah, I pretty much. I'm. I actually am a stickler when it comes to respect and how you treat people, not swearing on the mats and all that stuff. I oh, mean, there's times in class and chat, laugh, okay. doing technique. But when it's time to train, you know, let's take you, it seriously and okay. make the most of our time. I want them to get the best uh, for what they're paying for. Right. And, you know, um, a lot of people don't realize as they get into these cult mentalities, but they don't mm. realize that... Hey, I'm the teacher there. I am here to serve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we should all respect each other, but too many uh, professors think that like people owe them something. No, they don't owe you anything. Um, gotcha. They If they paid their uh, their membership, you're there to serve them. Mm-hmm. So they got a bit of a chip on their shoulder. And yeah. I, I, that's why I've really lost a lot of contact with the BJJ community. Okay. Um, I just... I'm not really into it, but when it comes off the mats, joking around and, and like making fun of stuff, like <laughs> who cares? It's man, let's just enjoy life. You I know? was just gonna say, life's too short, if, and if you're not trying to offend anybody, you're just having a good time. Thank and, you. And like, if it comes from a good place, like everyone needs to understand, like come on, intent, man. right? Thank I, you. I think intent plays a, a huge role. In and things. it's so true. It's so true. So mm-hmm. and then to lead into the other yeah, question, yeah, I already forgot <laughs> about rolling with women. What's your stance on that? Uh, do you even care? I uh, care in what sense? Because I because uh, when we were rolling, you even mentioned that women have the oblique muscles more than the men and are able to do certain techniques better than men. I don't. I don't know what it is. See, okay, but women like uh, their guard abilities, like. Uh, instantly seem to progress a little faster in terms of retention stuff, mm. holding the clothes guard. Right. Um, you know, just, I guess more flex. Maybe it's the... Maybe the, the flexibility. Flexibility would be it. Right. Um, and the balance, too. They have better balance than men, just it, naturally. Maybe it is. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, what was it, what was the... No, the, like... The rolling with women. Just what's yours, like, do I, you even care? Or it's I, just another day at the office? It's... I absolutely no difference. Okay, cool. And the only sense it would be different would be, of course, you have to be very careful. As someone who's just rolling on the mats, mm-hmm. and I'm just rolling with a teammate that's a female, Yeah, I'm going to make sure that I don't patronize her by not putting in an effort to challenge her. Okay. Uh, and... You don't want to disrespect someone, right? That's the but thing at the too. same time, she is a woman, and it's you could you can injure her a lot a lot easier than mm. than a, a man, you know, your size. So well, that's the you thing. You got to think about that. So if I'm teaching, I'm very particular. Like I don't if there's a uh, maybe let's say a blue belt mm-hmm. a beginner uh, so. Uh, uh, a gal, a small gal who just got her blue belt. She's 115 pounds. Okay. Soaking wet. Okay. And then I got this new white belt who's just excited. He's 180 pounds and he wants to roll. 
he doesn't know what he's doing at all, and he's aggressive, and I know she's going to get hurt. Right. And uh, I say, oh, I, I'll, I won't make a, you know, a snuff of it. I'll just say, hey, oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, do you mind, uh, Bill, uh, just rolling with uh, John and uh, Sally, roll with whoever, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. Just to make sure people are safe, you know, that's it. Oh, gotcha, perfect. Just, no, that's cool. If you... I think if you keep that environment, don't make a big deal of those things. And I find it's mostly like that everywhere now. But now with this whole Me Too movement and all this sexual allegations, man, like no, how no. how do you roll I mean, with you, a woman? You, like you want to get into femi- feminist stuff? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to go that far. I just oh, want to say that oh, it must man. be hard now as a BJJ instructor. Man, I cannot stand feminists. Well, I'm the same way. It, like those those extreme ones, at least. I, I don't know if it's third, first, second, or third wave feminism. I I, I think it's first first wave <laughs> feminism. I, I appreciate. I, I respect. You know, right. equality and, and and the whole res, you know, yeah. basic standards of respect. Yeah. Um, of course, of course. But these, you know, then we get. I, we don't have to get into it. Of course, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. your uh, your show. No, no, and, no. Uh, people know how I feel about but, it. But uh, you know, like talking about wage gaps and all these things, and I, I, it just drives me mental. To me. If you could do the job as good as the next person, you should be paid. But because you have a pussy, you should not be getting paid or equally just because you have one. That That's my stance. I, but if you I, have a pussy I, and you're I, as good as a dick, you should get paid the same amount. No questions asked. Absolutely, man. That's it. That's, it all comes down to talent, not what you are, who you are, where you come from. And that's the bottom line. And there's a lot of jobs that men can't get because uh, they're men. And like, you know what? That uh, is one, true. I'll, give you, I'll just give you a quick example. Go for like, it. You, you think you're going to go to... Uh, uh, a daycare as a man and get a job, you know, and you, you, like it's, certain it's jobs hard. are better for certain genders more of the time. Or like a nanny, say. even though there's male nannies. Yeah. If I had a so child, I would not want I, a man. I wouldn't yeah, I want, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I completely agree with you. I feel the same way. Yeah, I know. And uh, the, like, not to beat a dead horse on, on this subject, we can do it quick, but like the wage gap, you know, they just say, well, 70 cents on the dollar. and Right. But they don't really go into the, the, the if you actually go into the stats mm-hmm. and then put them together, you realize that women actually mm-hmm. are doing better than men. Like Same even thing. when it comes to college acceptance, degrees, oh, qualifications, yeah, yeah. all types of things. And if anything, they're making more. Women don't stay at the office as late as men. They want to go home. That's this true. is just, that's what happens. I it's know. just, that's what the numbers show. Yeah. Women, maternity leave. I mean, you know there, there's just, there's a multitude of reasons why it shows that gap. Mm-hmm. You know, and men, sales, more aggressive, things like this. They're bringing in more money. Yep. And... A, when when you put it all together and there's some really interesting people to listen to, I can mm-hmm. throw out some names later uh, that can explain it obviously a lot better than me. <laughs> I'm just a numb nut, you know. I, I, well, we I, all are. I, I, but it, it's it's just it's absolutely absurd. Yeah. Completely ridiculous. Of course. I, I I don't I don't know what else to say about that. No, don't worry. We'll we'll leave it at that because no, I'm I'm in the same vein as you are. So don't worry about it. <coughs> okay, so. Those are some questions I just had off the top of my head, but let's get into the meat 
of, I guess, the stew. The, the, the heavier stuff? The heavier stuff, all right? Because right. I like to bring the heat on the show. All right, man, let's, uh, let's get down. So, dirty. okay, I don't want to bore with, not to say that anything in your life is boring, but okay, <laughs> let's start, <laughs> let's start there's, right. Don't worry, there's lots boring, <laughs> lots and lots that's well, boring. We all have dead spots in our life, right? So, but okay, <laughs> let's start right before you won your first major title. What was the first major title that you've won in your career? Oh, I definitely say it was being the first can like Canadian adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Canadian adult uh, IBJJF uh, world champion. And how long ago was this? That was in two thousand and nine. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so quite some time ago. Right. And yeah, almost ten years. You know, that was for me. It had nothing to do with BJJ. Okay. It had nothing to do with. Uh, you know, growing up, you know, it was, you know, a lot of uh, very abusive. Okay. You know, very abusive. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was hard. mentally and physically, or just like both. 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 Okay, shit. Both. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, there was a lot of stuff that caused me a lot of problems that I have now. Okay. And it was very hard to do anything in my life or be successful because when you're Beaten. You know, you don't you don't have confidence in yourself. Of course, you I can only imagine. You know, there's no self worth when you're called stupid every day when you're a child. Stupid, stupid. And I was stupid. just gonna say that, especially as a child, because you don't know any better. Yeah, you're a sponge, and, and you yeah. soak it up. Wow. And you you really believe it. Yeah. And when I was in school, I. I, I I had no confidence, and uh, you know, wow. but I did have some good teachers. I remember okay. back back then, you know, and thank thank God for them because, you know, they were like second uh, kind of fathers. And uh, I'll make this one quick, but I actually did uh, <clears throat> gymnastics. Oh, really? Uh, male gymnastics. Yeah. Well, like with the speedle and like the leotards. Yeah, the leotards oh, I can't man. picture you in that, man. I kid you not. I was a tiny, <laughs> tiny little guy. Were you I really? Was really tiny. Yeah, and I had this crazy growth spurt. Oh. But I did gymnastics at a pretty high level. Shit. And then I had a growth spurt, and they're like, "Sorry, Tom, you you ain't gonna make it to any good level now." See, you're, we you're, have something in common. I was about right now. Like you're what six three? I assume right. Uh, six one three quarters, six be. two. Because I'm six two, and you're like literally a cunt hair taller than me. So you must. I'm be not like, sure. I'm okay, not we'll sure. say closer to six three. All right, and I'm about six two. But up until about sixteen years old, I was about five five. Really? And then all of a sudden, the year of ninety oh. six, the summer of ninety six, when I went back to school for my senior year, I grew to six one. In the summer, I grew like six or seven inches. That's insane. I got stretch marks all along my side because my legs just shot and it was crazy. Sorry, I I just, when I hear things, I just want to cut you off. No, please, you're the guest. I'm like thinking, because I've seen people like that and you have such a growth spurt. Mm -hmm. And then I had a big growth spurt. I was, it was like I didn't have control of my body. Wow, see. Like with sports or, you know, you're playing with your friends with new things and... Gotcha. Like playing basketball. I can relate. And I was like this wonky, tall, skinny <laughs> bean pole. <laughs> and it was so awkward. I know. But uh So there you go. Okay. What was the other thing we were we were, we were saying? We were talking about 
the growth spurt and the thing before was... Oh, shit. Now I'm blanking out, too. What kind of host am I? Ah, it's all good. Well, anyways, I'll we're single. Eat a cracker. There you go. Eat a cracker. That's good for podcasting. But we were talking about how you won your first championship, and then you went into gymnastics oh, yeah. Yeah. afterwards, so, and then you got your growth spurt, and they told you literally to fuck off. Yeah, like I was gonna. I'll never be anything in the sport oh at God. a real level, right? Right. And uh, that sucks. And you know, the only reason I was able to get. I'm not even going to say good. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. All right at uh, gymnastics uh, was because my, my coach, Norm, mm. and maybe I'll send him this link. I hope he hears it. There you go. Shout out to Norm. And uh, shout out to Norm. Norm Loader. There you and go. he is a wonderful man, and he was a real father figure to me, and he instilled... That's important. Uh, he instilled, without a doubt, you know, self-respect and just uh, a, f- a male figure mm-hmm. that showed me love. Wow. You know, and uh, I'm forever grateful to him because he's a really good man. And I visited him a few times. Okay. And I probably should soon. It's about the year, that, that year mark, and uh, it's about time I uh, visit him again. Yeah, it's always like that. You know, show show your respects. and uh, Of course. Okay, so... And, yeah, so... You did the gymnastics, you won your championship, your first championship. After yeah, that, what, so did the chip just grow I, I, to compete it, more? So that's why I said, I, I, I know I'm really long-winded. Me. I, the longer the better. I, that's what she said. <laughs> I had to slip it in. And that's what she said too. <laughs> I gotta, I'm, yeah, Reset. I'm, I'm, I'm resetting. I'm resetting. All hey, right. That's what you get on this show. Yeah. I'm down with it all, man. Oh. So, yeah. So when that when the 2009 happened, we actually went to the tournament. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, just give him a shot, kind of thing. I okay. think it was. You know, I was doing really good in the gym, winning yeah. competitions uh, around, you know, locally or mm-hmm. whatnot. And, Ah, uh, give him a shot. But I, in the group, I wasn't the favorite, of course. Okay, right. I, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I won. And it uh, it wasn't about jiu-jitsu. Again, yeah, it had nothing to wow. do with that. It was... Just I just remember competing. going and being by myself, and I was just crying. Wow. And all I was just thinking about, I thought about all the people from before that told me I was stupid. And the people that told me I was worthless. People told me I was going to amount to nothing. Yep. And that I couldn't do anything. And, yep. and uh, wow. it felt, it, it, was a, it was a weird mixture of feelings, but all in all, it was really it was great. An, it was a good release, probably, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I, I the really monkey off to, your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Believe in myself <laughs> and love myself a little bit more. And, and you weren't any belt or anything? You were still a white belt at this time when you won your first tournament? Or were you already... The world championships. Yes, the 2009. That was, that was blue belt. Oh, you were blue belt blue already. Belt, oh, okay, yes, okay. Yes, so you yes. were, but still, a blue belt to win... Yeah, I know. It was the first first Canadian to do it. It's that's crazy. You know, the world championships in the kimono yeah. is like its own animal. Right. It is Wow, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, you got juveniles. Oh. Blue belt juveniles in the juvenile division. So you right. got like a sixteen year old blue belt. Okay. That 
I could take handfuls of black belts I know around. See that? That this juvenile blue belt would just beat the living bejesus out of. And I'm not talking some old, old man that's a black belt. Yeah. That's just because there's just a real difference in level, you know? Gotcha. And that's just how the culture of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu works. Yeah, yeah. Competition, so... I mean, you're at Blue Belt, and it's like world-class athletes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's kind of Well, weird. we had this talk off-air, too, a couple of days ago, where yeah. we were saying that a Blue Belt in MMA could sometimes take out a Black Belt, right? Just it's a sports jitsu guy who's really high-level Blue Belt, you know? He's like world championship, like, you know, brown... Uh, not not brown, sorry, bronze, you know, silver, gold material. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, I believe so. Um, and uh, it, it's crazy, the, the the levels that you see with uh, within different belts. No, it is. So it's, 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 it depends on the lineage, you know, yeah, who you're under, who you're from. True. It's it, it really odd that way. So... My my philosophy on it is I just I want to it, I would rather give the belt a little bit too late. Uh, oh please. Yes. Please. Sorry. We we just we we have Thank you a special so guest. Master P, he went out to grab us some coffees and now he's asking Thank how we like it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There you go. Um Gee, I, I'm like, I'm it's like, okay. I, you know, I sound like a guy who probably smokes 20 joints a day. Probably sounding like more than I do, but it's okay. This ain't <laughs> CNN. This is no Larry King live type shit. This is not even fucking damn MMA hour with Ariel Helwani. Hey, you know so what? don't worry One about day it. it will be. Hey, from, from your mouth to God's ears, hopefully. It will be if you believe. That's what it I'm will. aiming for. That's what I'm aiming for. Okay, so. We've established you've won your first championship in 2009 as a blue belt. So yeah, oh yeah, I, yeah, and I was saying, sorry, uh, no, go. On. It's just incredible the, the 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 difference in levels and and different academies and, and lineages and, and, and instructors and yeah. and if I the way I go about it is to promote someone, I just I would rather instead of give it early just wait and make it too late a bit too late mm. and make sure they always when they get that belt know how hard they worked for it and they'll always appreciate it so much of course well even us today you weren't i'm sorry to say i don't i don't think you were maybe if you were i don't know maybe i'm ignorant but i don't think you were throwing any punches and you were telling me you got to work for it and you were saying that even at the end when you threatened me if i don't pull off the technique you were showing me that I had to do 30 push-ups. Now, yeah, uh, well, to a regular person, 30 push-ups is nothing, I but I can't even do five. So. I knew you were going to do the <laughs> You had faith. You're such a good teacher. I, I always do those little tricks on people. I love it. Yeah, Scared the some, shit have, out of them. Have some, have some fun. Too, no, I right? was very much fun. Okay, so now you won your championship in 2009. Yeah. Yep. What year did you get your black belt in? Oh... That would be so first degree now, um, and that's now been another year. So, what I'm really going on a ballpark is fine. Sure, 
four years to four and a half years, years ago. ago. Four and a half years ago, I got my black belt. Under who? If uh, you want to say, if you don't, that's fine too. <laughs> well, George Brito and Sean G. Barrow. There you go. Okay, so. And um, it was, uh, I'm really happy I... I, cause I should be have been a black belt probably a lot longer. Oh wow! Uh, but I stayed in the brown belt. That was part of the injuries, right? And, and that's what I was going to lead into. I was next. trying to hope for to oh I want to win worlds at brown and then I'll wait another year. Talk right. to the coach and uh, Tommy want to wait another year. Yeah, like, yeah, let's wait another year. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's how the the sport is, right? You know, because there's no real time frame. It's up to your professor when it's deemed fit to give it yeah, to you, right? So, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah, I am. I'm. I'm happy. It, it is how it is because it makes you all that more sure of how legit you are, right? And of that course. you can provide your students and the people that rely on you the the very best. There you go. You know, I. I I want to not, not just technically, but in every way, give your students the very best, you know, even of on course. a personal level, yeah. friendship level. Some say don't be friends with your students, but... Uh, uh, sometimes it helps, though, right? I, I, I Sometimes I think it's important, you know. Yeah. It's part of helping people, so... No, of course. Okay, so you just said it. Not only did you have a rough childhood and upbringing. So you get into BJJ, you, everything's looking up nice, you're winning championships, then boom, what happens? It was around... It was around... So I I got the... Uh, the world championships at, uh, at Purple mm. the okay. following year. It was a decent year. I mean, because I always had high expectations. I expect myself to win gold. Of course. And to even compete and win a match, you know, people are, that's people are like that they're over the moon. But everybody has own expectations. I was very hard on yep. myself, and uh, maybe a bit too hard, and that kind of sabotaged myself. So I, mm. I, the person, uh, who, great guy actually. He does yoga. Little plug for Sebastian Broch. He does yoga for BJJ. There you go. He won the absolute that year too. Oh wow! So shit. And he was in my division. <laughs> we met in the final, and I fought a really tough guy in the uh, in the semi, and I finished him with a, a funky choke from the back, mm -hmm. and I I really didn't like the guy because he was just. I'm not really aggressive with anybody, you know, that I'm yeah, going to yeah. go against. This this is just competition, you know. Yeah, it's of not course. like we. Oh, thanks so much. It, it's not like we are. You know, this is personal. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we we should respect each other. We're both trying to do the same thing, right? Yeah, of course. So he was just acting like a real jag off, and uh, <laughs> so I just I just wanted to choke him so bad. Okay. Maybe that's the little bad side in me. Yeah, we all <laughs> so have those moments. I did, and I, I screamed loud, so loud after, like, I was just... Rah. Yeah. And then I remember going to the railing, like I was going to puke, and I looked over, and Sebastian's there, and he looks at me, and he's bouncing on his toes. And I got about another seven minutes of rest mm. until I got to go back in with him for the finals. Oh, wow. 
And he looked at me. I was like, I was so exhausted. Sure. And, I, and I looked at him. And this is the guy who ended up winning the absolute. Like, so mm-hmm. he's an effing killer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I just even mentally, I felt like beat. And uh, and at that time, we were purple belts. Yes, high level. But he'd done like high level judo competition oh, as a black belt internationally so for like fifteen too. years or something like that. Right. And. So after that, a lot of people progressed past him. You know, we progressed mm-hmm. past my belief. But at that time, he, man, he was, as a purple belt, just a machine. Wow. And he, he recently got his purple belt, wow. which was crazy. And uh, it was so annoying because I remember after, uh, I wanted him to be a jerk, you know, because I was so <laughs> pissed. How much you sacrifice for training for these things, right. how much you put into it, you have no life. And absolutely no life, well, no fun, no money, no girls, you know. Nothing. You ain't getting nothing. And, you know, he was a nice guy. You're right. I was like, fuck, he's a really good guy. And uh, <laughs> so plug out to Sebastian Bros Yoga for BJJ. Uh, check him out. He, the guy, he's a, he's just a phenomenal person and uh, mm. a great athlete, great teacher, the the yoga his yoga program is so unique and people would love it so so there you go um, so then and then it, after that was that's what led to your the Abu Dhabi so, went to the World Pro there okay. and that was another, so you did Abu Dhabi then well I did the trials okay at the time the trials where I was a purple belt right and they changed it when the Sheikh's son would change his belt so gotcha. at the time it was purple brown black and I was a purple belt okay. And then the other years, it was brown, black, and purple mm-hmm. was on its own. Oh. So I was always competing, and I would have to compete against the higher belts. Right. Which was a good thing and a bad thing. Bad thing, because less chance of lo- winning money. Yeah. Prize money yeah. than I really needed. But also, great experience. Like, I won... Uh, uh, Guy, uh, Rodrigo Hayes in in the UAE, the World Pro, not the right. trials. Okay. So after the after the trials, and uh, which was a big win to me too, I believe. Like I was, I was really happy with that too. And, yeah. And then so to beat a guy like Rodrigo uh, Hayes at that time to me, who's like a Brazilian national champion adult mm. black belt winner yeah like a big title in brazil and i beat him and then very like mounted and it was a very i was really like you know up on the up and up okay yeah yeah, of course so i'm not saying it now i don't mean it in an ego way i'm saying how i felt then you know like yeah. you're young and more of an ego of course and, young and dumb I, and full of cum hey yeah, you, you got it brother <laughs> and uh, i then i kept winning and winning those matches and then i met just before the medal rounds mm-hmm. Claudio Colasans, okay. who's a huge name, and he he's a phenomenal, phenomenal black belt. Mm-hmm. And I was a purple belt. Mm-hmm. And everybody was complaining against Claudio that year, and he won. It's purple, brown, black, yeah. but very few purples you see there. It's mostly okay. black belts, and then it's some brown belts. Right. And I think there was two purple belts, me okay. and one other guy from the whole... Wow. 
uh, thing. Uh, so yeah, it was it was really an amazing experience. But I fought Claudio, but he was bending everybody's fingers back oh. with this wrist lock. But he would fake it, and he was bending fingers. So by the end of the match, it was zero zero. He was up one advantage. Mm-hmm. So I was, and then I I for like the third warning told him fuck you. And he looked at the ref and spoke Portuguese to complain. Right. And then they DQ'd me. But I was going to lose anyways. There was right. like okay. there was like 20 or 15 seconds left. Right, right. Uh, but it was a really close match. And again, that gave me more confidence. So it was right. on the up and up. And uh, then he fought Braulio Estima next, armbarred mm-hmm. him, who's a really big name. And then he won the... Uh, what do you call? Won the whole thing, weight absolute. Right. So that was the confidence rising, and like in the blue belt world championships, mm-hmm. Felipe Pena was in my division, and I beat him and mounted him, and you know it was just things were just going so well for so long, and you know no injuries, and right? So the fall was, you know, and. Now the ego is like zero. Like I, I don't have any reason to have a damn ego. Right. Uh, but at the time, especially when you're younger, and and you, you need know, an ego because if you don't have an ego and that self confidence, you're never going to win either, right? So it, it comes hand in hand. Like look, it helps, even now, absolutely, yeah. all the greatest champions of all time in any type of combat sport has a fucking ego. Look, you, Muhammad you Ali, so. Tyson, John yeah. Jones, like they all have eagles. You're, you're McGregor, right? You're completely right. I, I, I think when I was competing at that time, I was, I, I, I don't know. I, I had, no, I didn't have. Man, I was, I really, I didn't have. I wasn't really egotistical because I was so terrified of losing that I wouldn't act that way. Or so that was your motivation feel. then. I was, I. I never got over my fears of competing, and people didn't really get it. They're like, how can you be getting at such a level or beating these people? And right. I was still, like, puking even before matches. The nerves, right? And, you know, like the standard peeing 20 times, taking 10 craps. And how about this? You ever soil yourself in a match? <laughs> I actually haven't. No? no I haven't. Okay, okay. I haven't. I've always wanted to I ask. I wouldn't be ashamed. I mean, no, of course. Shit happens, right? Literally. <laughs> um, I've seen it happen to people. Man, I don't, I, don't, yeah? I, don't, okay. I don't say nothing about it because... No, of course. It could happen. Uh, man, yeah. I, I feel, you feel embarrassed for somebody. It's already right? bad enough as it is, right? Yeah, let the guy just finish off his match. Yeah, no, I Get know. off the mats and clean himself exactly. up. Exactly. Okay, so let's fast forward a bit. So then when did your injuries towards your downfall begin? So it started small. Okay. Um, after that, I went to the New York Open. Oh. And that's another one. I beat a like good name who's a who's a friend of mine as well, Ricardo Resende, mm. who's like Cyborg's uh, like top pupil. Okay. And, oh, wow. and uh and the people like him and like Sebastian I, I mentioned I like because not only are they good at jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. but they're good people. Yeah. There's That's so many important. guys that are good at jiu-jitsu, but they're shitty human beings, and yeah. who cares? Be, yeah, be true to yourself. No, you have to. And you know what? You'll sleep better at night. Thank I, you. I think so. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, okay, yeah. So back to the injury. So it so started yeah, small. And then that was like, and that dominant performance there. And oh, everything's great. Then yeah. the Nogi Worlds, second place. And then Ricardo, he toe holds me in the final oh, wow. of the Nogi Worlds brown belt. And, uh, but he was a friend. So I was like, <laughs> and I was winning the match. And, ah, uh, and so that was kind of like, the whole thing, a bunch of the things that were going semi well, right? And uh, uh, and then right after that, my body just oh, no. started finger dislocation, okay, uh, ligament tear in my Ooh. thumb, ligament tear in the other thumb, but just small things, okay, little shoulder pain, little this pain, yeah. little that pain, mm-hmm. then um. I think the one of the first ones was I had a tear on my knee. Mm. I just popped it oh. somehow. Um, oh, no, no. I know mm. what it was, actually. It was at the Brown Belt Kimono World Championships. Second or third round to the eventual winner, who I still grind my teeth about that. I lost by advantage. And I knew for the first minute of that match, I have this wrapped up. I'm going to beat this guy. But he was smart. And he he used this 50-50 tactic. And he truly deserved to win. He was oh, wow. so... He really outsmarted me. He was just more, uh, I think, experienced at the time. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, uh, what was I freaking saying? Uh your injuries, the yeah, ligament tears, so that, that the knee match, tear. In the 50 50, mm-hmm. we were like rolling around so much in the 50 50, and I was pressing up to not get swept so hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just felt something pop, and then I tore my LCL. Ouch. But it didn't completely tear, so I just let that go. <laughs> and then. At some other point, I tore my other LCL. Holy shit. I tore both MCLs, too. Wow. I still didn't have any surgeries. I was like, fuck that. I, I just, just powered through it. I, yep. was ra- I was wrapping things up. Okay, and, uh, doing the usual. Yeah, and then, uh, then before you knew it, I had my first bigger one where I had a medial meniscus bucket handle tear. Okay. So they just carved out the... The the stuff in my knee. Oh, that sounds awful. Um, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> you know, I'm just small surgery. Sure. And uh, I kid you not, I healed up, and then I started training again, and then it happened again. Oh. I'm the same exact medial meniscus bucket handle where your knee locked. So, and then it happened again, so... Frustrated, and then I had a bunch of injuries, you know, like popped yeah. rib, yeah. you know, my AC joint, I tore my AC joint, and then I was getting cortisone injections in my thumb, my AC joint, mm. my other thumb, things just kept happening, it was just, it was, I was like, am I like cursed or something, I didn't know what was going on, I, I was trying to rest enough, um, take the right supplements, right? Um, you know, get the right amount of rest. Mm. I would do like, all right, you know, I'm going to take a complete 
a week off, like active week. Wow. They'll like, you know, go for long walks yeah, and yeah. stay active, go for light swims and mm-hmm. like to see if that would affect my nervous system and things like that. And yeah. I don't know what it was. Maybe I was training too hard incorrectly. Uh, I, I, I simply don't know the real answer. Okay. Maybe partly genetic. After yeah. that, then I. That's when pain pills started coming in. Okay. Because the doctor started prescri- prescribing me stuff, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. So I was taking pain pills to train. It mm-hmm. worked. Of I course it pain. does. I get, that's I what everyone train. says. <laughs> train through the uh, through the through the pain. Yep. And you feel great, right? Yeah. So uh, they gave me this wow. ridiculous amount of Percocets. That was the first one, just perks. And uh, I didn't need them. I needed probably a Tylenol and a Naproxen for, yeah. for a week or two. And maybe that's it. But they give you these doctors. Oh, of course. They're Especially they're back then. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Now they're at least trying. But back then it was well, horrible. And these pharmaceutical the lobbyists and reps, they just yep. push on yep. like, the, the whole Oxycontin thing. Yep. Because like, those, those reps, man, that's reprehensible what they did to people. Oh, the amount of lives they killed, this fentanyl thing going on Oh, now. and that too, yep. Don't even and, get me started uh, on that. It's yeah, true. My, I had a good pal just died the other day. Oh, then, shit. It's uh, hard to hear. Yeah, it's uh, uh, just sad. You know, yeah, of course it my is. Heart. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, uh, okay. and uh, then... Uh, and then is that when, when back really finally gave out? And that's when, like, three days later, they're like... Are you out of your... Because I was in the hospital mm. on the ground. I'm like, can I please have a gurney, please? I was in a, I was in crying pain. Even on high doses uh, yeah. of drugs. So, yeah, you must have been in serious... And wow. they're like, you're back after they did the MRI. Yeah. They're like, you you need surgery now. Oh, so that's how bad... So that's yeah. where a lot of your pain they was They literally from. shipped me into surgery like... Wow. As the... I'm like... I'm like... They, they're like, oh, we thought you were just trying to get drugs, you know? Yeah, they and thought you were, yeah. No, I'm like, I'm fucked up. I can't <laughs> take the pain. And I was laying on the ground, and I literally peed myself because... You couldn't get up. My, no, it wasn't only that, but your 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 nerves start to mess up my leg. Oh. Like, I had numbness in my leg, yeah, and nerves okay. weren't working, so I was leaking urine. And I had to go so bad that I was leaking more. So I'm laying there in my own piss on the hospital floor. Wow. What? And then they gave me emergency surgery. They're like, we're sorry. I'm like, I don't care. Just, just give me the surgery, you know? It's all it. good. Yeah. And then um, after that, I was came out, healed up, tried to rehab, get better. It was, you know, it's hard. The back surgery is really, really a long recovery. That's what everyone says. And yeah, it's 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 something like you wouldn't believe, man. And I well, tell you the truth, I wouldn't even notice that you've had all these injuries just rolling today. You do not show any signs of it. Like uh, But I, then again, that's I've me been, for someone who's just started. You know, you're I'm constantly just in pain, but I, I you know, I take Tylenol and like an Aprox and okay. every other day kind of or every other third day. Right. I uh, keep the pain away, but I'm I'm good. I'm good, and uh, I, that whole time that I heal from the first one, and then I I think I started to train a little bit again, and the pain just 
came back even worse. Wow. I had a discectomy, a laminectomy, and then a some, some other ectomy. Sound like a doctor, no? <laughs> like, I don't know how many ectomies I had or whatever. Whoa. And uh, then, uh, <sighs> oh, yeah, and then after that, I, you know, I'm trained. I'm trying to come back, do physical therapy, everything yeah. you can imagine. I had to pay under the table the, the this clinic. I won't name the clinic. Oh, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> uh, the limit was like five or something. Right. In my shoulder and everywhere else, oh I had like over 30 cortisone injections. Wow. Uh, it was ridiculous. And they have these Sounds things where like they it. stick a tube in your spine and they stick a rod down and they heat it up. I've heard of this. It's like radio heating frequency, okay. something or other. And that shit is so unbelievably painful, brother. I I remember Ugh, I got him, chills now. I just remember him it. just going at it, and I just went unconscious. I just oh, oh, it was so painful. Yeah, it's like your body just can't accept the pain, and they burn. Uh, I guess they're trying to burn the nerve, right? Yeah. And it seemed to work a little bit, but. It would, no matter what they did, the pain would come back. Shit. And then it, the leg thing came back and the urine thing, mm -hmm. but even worse, like my leg, like it was like paralyzed. I would like, I basically just needed to be in a wheelchair. Yeah. So then we, my doctor, um, who's a good friend of mine actually, mm -hmm. um, he, uh, I went back for now a, a, a triple fusion oh, shit. and some other stuff. So it's like okay. a back reconstruction. Oof. So that one just, just put me on the bed. Like I was in the hospital for a while Right. at home. It was like a year of like, you just can't do anything. I, I, I mean, I couldn't go outside and go for a walk. Like I oh could do God. nothing. And Oof. I got so depressed and I was using more and more and more and, with the prescription drugs I was getting, mm -hmm. with the doctors and insurance, some coverage. Okay, yeah. So then I started. That's when the heroin came in, and it just it just got crazy. Holy then the rehab, shit. and then at the the rehab, my my like my best friend, like like my brother. Mm -hmm. Just after we left rehab, well, not just after we really supported each other, and he killed that's himself. He drove off a cliff. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I left a note, and it was just... But I I did a, s a seminar for him mm -hmm. to pay for his funeral because his parents were very poor. Okay. And that really, that made me feel like I, you know, I I, I paid my respects to him. Right, you know? yes. And, and I still stay in contact Shit. with his mom. Good for you. I'm just trying to spit out as much stuff as I can. No, no, no. Here. Yeah, no, no. And, Don't worry. We're uh, going to wrap it up soon, but this is good. And, uh, you know, there was, uh, and it was crazy because the doctors there, I I was put in like a temporary coma because I almost died in rehab because they weren't doing the right job there. To get you off the shit, right? To wean you yeah, so no, you're not. There was a. There was a court case. There was a huge legal case oh. about it. The doctors there were fake. Oh my god! It's called addiction can. What people the can, fuck can, has people, not happened to you, man? Like people can look it up. It's addiction addiction can. It's uh, uh, John Haynes. Uh, a bunch of people died. 
I was a lucky one. I didn't die. That's and what I'm saying. It's like they were, fuck they were everything. arrested. They were arrested. God. And then uh, my my surgeon, who I I'll need again. Mm-hmm. He's a per, he's he's a personal friend. That I have to go testify because Mo killed his wife. Jesus. And uh, fucked up. Apparently, boy. and put her in a, a suitcase and uh, somewhere. I, this is all alleged. I'm wow. not saying I have to testify. And, yeah, yeah. Everything's alleged on the show. Uh, you know, so. Uh, that happened. So there's just been so much shit that happened, and uh, it just yeah, everything fell apart, and yeah. it was tough. It was tough, and and, uh, and then my brother he tried to murder my parents. What? And then uh, they were. I thought my family in, had issues. Holy they shit! They were in critical condition, and uh, yeah, recently he just uh, got arrested. He got released. Got arrested again. He got released. I don't know how. Um, the justice he, system gotta love it. I, I, I'm just spitting out all the stuff that's been happening, and uh, well, yeah, hopefully this is good a, therapy for you. Yeah, yeah, a therapy <laughs> session. So this, this is basically why I was unable to compete after continue right? competing and getting things together because my focus was trying to heal myself physically and mentally with all this stuff so I could continue to, you know, work, provide for family and myself and uh, rebuild things, Uh, hopefully open an academy at some point. Dal's going to lead into that too, because first off, you can't help other people before you don't help yourself first. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if you're fucked up, how can you be helping someone else and put your, like, as much as we want to, your shit's always in your head. You can't put it in the back burner and give proper fucking uh, advice to someone else. You know what I mean? It's impossible. And then you might even screw someone else's life up just because of the way Mm -hmm. that you see life Mm -hmm. at that point in your life. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's good to see that all that bad shit. Well, I'm sorry kicked. for I I I I, I know I rambled so much. No, I, this is good shit. I, uh, but I you know what? This rambling to, uh, we talked about off air too. One of your main goals in life now is so you help people. I don't because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how down and out you are. I just, obviously, you're you're so right, Steve. I I, I don't want to see people go through what I went through, and a lot of the things that did happen were on on a. You know, they just, they happened, and I couldn't just stop them. Just yeah. yeah. But there, there is one thing I learned. Uh, well, first off, a lot of the things that did happen, sometimes it is more your fault than you think. And you got to take more responsibility. And that's one thing I had to learn to do. Gotcha. As well, the things that do happen, well, it wasn't my fault. I'm a victim. <laughs> you play the victim your whole life, you're never going to get anywhere. No. you got to accept you know what? Shit happened. You got unlucky. Face it. How are you going to react to it? And it could only get better. Just toughen up. If you're not tough enough, get help. Yep. Get support. Everyone's I do. different. I do. See? I get my support, you know? And you're huge. Um, you're a fucking tank. And look, you actually uh, get support. I so need, no one uh, is tough enough not to get support. You know, I, you, need, you need help. Yeah, man. I, I, the, the psychiatric. Shouldn't the, be shameful. The PTSD, the uh, the anxiety and panic, you know, oh. I, I was suicidal. During that time, I tried to kill myself, and halfway through it, after the heroin and the Holy one God. point liter of vodka and all the, the, I don't know, it was like 40 pills of benzos and oh everything, and uh, apparently, um, 
I, I was dying on my way to dying. Right. I, I fell out of my car in my own puke. I opened it to oh. puke and fell in my puke. Someone found me. I drove somewhere specific so no one would find me. And someone still did. And I wrote a, a note and I did the whole thing. And uh, thank God somebody found me. See, but and, you know what? It's because you're meant to do what you're doing. And yeah, it was... Uh, and this is maybe one-tenth of all the stuff. And let me tell you, Steve... I am so happy. Good. That's important. Because I got through it. There's a lot of people who've been through a lot more. Yeah. Um, not to say you can't appreciate your own problems, mm -hmm. but I know that I have a long way to go to be my best self, but I got through, I'd say, the, the fire. Now, you know, you yes. deal with some of those scars, yep. and uh, it took a long time to heal from all these things, but my my goal, yeah, like we uh, talked briefly about it and you mentioned, is mm -hmm. to help other people. I really don't want people to go through what I went through. Right, exactly. If, if I can help one person, two people even, it would made me a very happy person that's awesome well I'll, you seem like a good person obviously because like i said i wouldn't have you on the show if you weren't so uh, well I, I i really appreciate that no it's good and just from the outside looking in you don't really see any of those scars and you seem like you're a confident outgoing like you even said you can't shut up you want to keep talking and talking so I'm you don't a, seem I'm like a, that I'm introvert a, that's I'm like yeah uh, <laughs> no, no, again that makes for good podcasting okay I'm not, so I'm not, I'm not lying to you right now right that was like that was good? That was light for me. Oh, that was light. You could have gone even deeper. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Okay, well, okay. Before we wrap it up, because I want to wrap it up soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want, man. I've, I, it's been a... You want to go deeper? How about this? Do you want to plug what you've been working on for seven years quickly? Yeah, Is there anything you want to say? We can do the lighter little thing you said at the end, and then I'll do the plug. No, we're, we're live right now. Go do it. Oh, we are? We're live? Just go. This is raw, baby. Oh, fuck, man. You <laughs> dumb shit, man. No, just go into it. Plug. Like, you said you, you could have gone deep. I was being fake that whole time. Didn't you know <laughs> that? Now, now you caught me being myself. I was trying to fake everybody that's going to listen. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm playing. All right. It's a character so. he plays on TV. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so yeah, what do you got coming out uh, soon, hopefully? Uh on uh it's on imdb right now it is actually uh it's called the reconstruction of thomas beach so a lot of the trials and tribulations and uh we're hopefully it uh you know maybe it gets on a netflix we film put nah, it in the it film will. festivals we you know you never know it could it could be absolutely nothing or it could be something huge and it's on imdb yeah the reconstruction of thomas beach and it's very personal. You go Had even deeper there. Let out a lot of stuff, and that's hard. But you know, like we talked about just now, and like we talked about before, it's mm -hmm. I know that it's going to touch someone's heart, and I know it's going to help somebody. Good, I hope and so. And if it helps somebody, that that means everything to me. Like of that course. could choke me up talking about that. Good. And yeah, you know. And then, why, why have all, all that turmoil and for um, nothing? It has to be for something. Thank you. You've gone through this journey for a reason. And this, you know what? I honestly think this is the calling. 
And you know what? It's going to blow up. It's going to go on Netflix. It's going to go on Amazon, Hulu, in the States, wherever. Let's, let's hope. And the next time I talk to you, I won't even be able to talk to you because I'll have to go through an assistant because you'll be some big-time millionaire, <laughs> jiu-jitsu instructor traveling oh, the world with the likes of Conor McGregor and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and man, if I ever made any type of money like that, uh, it'd, be, it'd be put to good use for some a lot of other people. Good. I'll tell you that much. No, you could tell. You could tell. You know, hey, you know, you know what I do if I ever, if I, I'll make you. This. How about it's on this? Air. It's on air. If I make money, okay, go. I'll get you the okay. buy the top quality studio, Uh-oh. best of the best, the works. It, it's on record now. It's on record. Okay, how about this? Let's lighten up the show now. I got a few <laughs> rapid questions. Absolutely, I love it, man. Okay, how about this? Um, if you were to win, you said or get. Your well-earned first million. What would be your first purchase as a millionaire to buy? Anything you want, whatever. It could be something for someone else. Could be for you. Whatever you want. What would be your first actual purchase when you see that first check for a million dollars? Man, everything's an emotional one. I would, uh, I would get my, my. Uh, I'd get my fiance and uh, my daughter. Well, my fiance, she, my daughter's so young. Mm-hmm. Um, but my uh, my fiance, I'd get her, you know, a nicer place. There you go. So she could. She's she hasn't lived in a in the lap of luxury ever in her life, and mm. she's a hardworking, lovely. Lovely woman. So shout out to my lady. Perfect. A, nice. A, Brownie a, points right there. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> and she's, she's got my back and nothing Good for like her. a strong woman. And she's smart and beautiful. And I appreciate her so much. She's helped, and she's helped me build back. And I'm, I'm to get so, great, you are, so yeah. grateful for her. And I would do, whether it's somewhere nicer for her, I, I, I would do something nice for her. That's there all you I go. Know. Okay. I would, Fair I enough. No, that's nice perfect. That's all I wanted. Okay. How about this? Favorite current MMA fighter? Not, not, okay. How about this? Because you know a lot of people, and I don't want you to name drop. So, personal best MMA fighter you have not met yet. How about that? Personal best like who, MMA If, MMA if you see fighter. them on a card, you'd be like, yeah, I'm buying that pay-per-view. Who, who is that? Who would you pay money to see? Uh, can you throw me a few names? Is there any way? Okay, let, let's go with the big ones. McGregor, John Jones, GSP, um, Shogun. Um, let's go old school. Let's go Sonnen, Vanderlei, uh, Maya. Uh, you know, if, <laughs> I gotta say, like, who do I, who, who Fedor, Emilienko. Who do I think's the best if they didn't uh, mess up? John Jones, right? John Jones, man. Best pound for pound of all time. I mean, I think I think the guy... Better than... Personality... Better, better than Fedor in his prime? Yeah? Yes. Because that's, that's, the, yes. that's yes. the dream match I in mean, the primes. And, and I, have to, I, I have to add, you know, I believe I'm very um, well... Uh, you know, I... I as someone can respect my opinion in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would hope so. Um, but... Uh, in MMA, my opinion, I don't think means though I followed it and for a long time, and, and I've trained in it and boxed and wrestled. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not an MMA fighter, so right. I, I I never give myself the right to say hey, you know this is this about MMA. Like I don't have that right, but right. to me, it's just 
that guy is, you can say steroids, you can say whatever you want. People don't realize how many people are on steroids. Everybody. Everybody's <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Diaz Allegedly. Brothers, when they, sorry. When Allegedly. the Diaz brothers said they got it right. People should uh, look up uh, Victor Conte, the Balco Lab scandal. Oh, um, just look right. that guy up, research on him, and uh, it'll teach you a lot about it. And the, the stats on how many people in like, the NHL or the Olympics, uh, it's, it's staggering, well, the numbers. Look at We're the Russians, talking, right? Oh. It's unbelievable. I know. And uh, everybody's on it. And all I can say is, John Jones, maybe he's an idiot. Maybe he got a little unlucky. Who knows? But I uh, think it's a, bit, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, probably. And plus, because he's already done it, it's like he's crying wolf, right? Yeah, but it's one of those things when these people, you know, I just don't know well enough. I, I, I can't make these calls. Like It's not my, okay. who am I to say that? He's got his life, you know. He's got to answer to God, and I, I wish him. I wish him the best. Like, I wish oh, he'll be the best. You know, a talent. He, that guy. That guy is incredibly talented. No, he is. Well, look what he was doing. How he was doing it without even trying. With very little experience, and even training in full MMA. And of course, too. he had the wrestling background. Yeah, right? yeah. But. Uh, yeah, he's just just incredible. I well, mean, like we talked about earlier too, like he's a like Brock Lesnar, or just a freak of nature. But I gotta say this: go for it. Uh, not that I don't know if anybody cares. But <laughs> I just I love Damian Maya for B, not B, just BJJ. You know, he's a good for BJJ sport. BJJ, he's yeah, he's good, great guy. Um, but for MMA, what he did, the level he was able to attain without really damaging people. And not only that, everyone knowing what he's going to do and he still does it. That's an even better point, (laughs) Much better than mine. He, they know what he's going to do. Highest level of combat sport organization in the world. Yep. They know what he's going to do. They are Elite, elite, elite athletes. Mm-hmm. He takes them down and he submits them. Yeah, makes them look like white belts. <laughs> and it's just uh, wrestlers that have credentials so far beyond his. And yep. if he just had, a, if he was just a bit younger and he had a I few so more too. years to build some other skills. It's true. You know, he could have got that title, and uh, but the fact that he, in a combat sport, like the most combative sport possible, it yep. seems, um, like almost bare-knuckle, full-contact fighting, mm-hmm. the guy at the highest level is winning fights without hurting people. That's the thing. And I think that that's is, that's actually like a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, he just goes under the radar because he doesn't talk shit, right? Yeah, and he, the guy, he's humble. He, he's Humble like, to a fault. Yeah, he's he's so humble. Like he, he He's not even like, I need this. Sh-. Like He's not begging for title oh, look, shots. He went, what do you he do? had so many times. He won six or seven in a row and he didn't even ask yeah, for a title. He's, he's like, like, if I get it, I get it. Yeah, he's just, uh, I mean, he could have probably got three times over title shots in that, in that time period. And, and uh, yeah, just... A guy like that, you know, that's that's the type of MMA fighter. If I ever wanted to be an MMA fighter, You'd be like him. Uh, not that it would be the best way to be a champion, right? But it's just something I admire so much. 
Well, that's you know, cool. that's fair enough. A, so, if Damien Maya ever hears your podcast, I hope he does one day. <laughs> Man, mad respect to you. I'd love to meet you, brother. There, so, I guess that will lead into my next question. Is he the one person that you would love to roll with that you haven't? Is he on top of your list, or is there anyone oh, he, else yeah, that you would love to roll he's with? He's definitely yeah. one. Um, a lot of the people I've wanted to roll that I competed against. See? Yeah. But there's a few... Uh, a handful, obviously. How can I say not? Well, that's so, that's so many up and comers. No, 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 that's too, a stupid right? answer. There's so many people. Uh, Roger Gracie would be absolutely number one. Okay. I think the fact that his just his fundamentals, mm-hmm. just simple, strong, very, you know, nothing fancy, and um, I think ten. Um, 10 black belt uh, adult Aww. world championship goals. And he, I think uh, some of them, uh, or quite a few of them were, you know, take down or pull guard, mm-hmm. sweep, mount, choke, right, or, 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 or Ezekiel or armbar, usually Ezekiel or a cross choke, mm-hmm. or take down, uh, Pass, mount, uh, choke, right, or Ezekiel, and to do that to the best of the best out there is just this guy. Crazy, he's just they call him the the blanket. You know that big wet blanket. <laughs> just, just yeah, goes on top of you, and that's it. You ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I have. I would love to roll with him. It would be such a, a great learning experience. Cool. Uh, Marcelo Garcia. There's another one because. Uh, Meeting him in uh, in New York uh, at the World Championships a mm-hmm. few times seems like an actual you know decent fellow. Decent fellow. And I've just heard so many great things about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, there's probably a lot of others. Yeah, you know, of no, of course. I mean, you don't want to be name dropping and then leaving certain people out and whatever. Okay, how about this? Non MMA related questions. Now I got for you. All right. Your go to fast food joint. Oh, go to. <laughs> what are you, a McDonald's guy, a uh, Wendy's man, guy, I, Subway? My 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 girl, she's Jamaican, oh. and she's got me on Mary Brown's. Man, I have switched from Chickens. KFC. Mm, okay, I love Mary Brown, but Popeyes. Popeyes, has I was going to say biscuits. I'm not a biscuit guy though. So if you really got a lot of extra time in your hands. Right. And you're doing a super bummy day. Okay. It's kind of sad and pathetic <laughs> and, and awesome at the same time. Right. Get yourself half Popeyes. So okay. get the biscuits, some right. gravy. Yeah. And then you go and you go over to Mary Brown's and you get the macaroni and the coleslaw and you get their chicken. Holy shit. You, then you're, you're set. Fuck. You and, sure? You sure you're not? And a maybe s- a joint. I was going to say, are you sure you're not a stoner? Because uh, that's something I would do with the munchies. Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, I wish I could smoke weed like I used to. I just I get too damn paranoid now. I you used know what? to get relaxed before. There's two I, types of weed smokers I've encountered in my life. There's the chill, relaxed, that doesn't affect them. And it's like they don't smoke at all. And then there's the other half like you where it just eventually when you smoke so much, when you build that tolerance, it turns into paranoia. You got it. That's yeah. that's what I think. Those are the only two types of weed smokers. Because in that's the it. beginning, I know a lot of people like you. Don't worry. It, I wonder why that happens. Because there's there's uh, it's the chemical imbalance or reaction in your well, head. Well, 
I, I well, I've heard so, that. So I've, I've heard. heard. I've heard this. You know, like, well, basically, what you're saying in the beginning, you know, you don't have a tolerance. You don't smoke as much. Mm. Maybe when you don't have as much in your system and it still is getting you high, it's a more gotcha. enjoyable yes. high for whatever reason. I have no clue. <laughs> um, but and then you you hit that threshold and I just started getting paranoid. Yeah. And what the heck was the other? I sound like weed smoker. I can't remember anything. Yeah. Um, see, that's too. You do you do crazy munchy runs. You forget everything. <laughs> and that, oh, shit. And that. that what was the other one? It was something about oh, it it really just brings out the type of energy and soul and person that you are naturally. Okay, gotcha. You know, like when I I see you and talk to you, mm-hmm. I can't really say enough because I don't. I can't. Yeah, we, I don't we know have you well enough, enough of right? Yeah, yeah. To say, but you seem like a real. Relaxed, chill guy. Inside, you could be just racing around, nervous. Oh, I, I'm the complete opposite of what you see. My yeah. mind goes a million thoughts. A se- I don't even sleep. I sleep like three hours a night just because I'm always up and thinking. And it's the complete opposite. Uh, well, that's I don't like know even now. Like that. While crazy. we've been doing this podcast, I've been fidgeting with something nonstop. While we've been, or else I wouldn't be able to sit here. And when you smoke, you get relaxed. Oh, I everything just shuts off. It's like it's it's like when you come. You know that instant when you come when you're having yeah. sex and everything oh, yeah. is. Gone in this world. That's how I feel when I smoke. In that whatever amount of handful of seconds of finishing. You know what? Literally, there is no worry in the world. That's the one moment in life. life. (laughs) And can you imagine if a scientist or someone intelligent out there like Elon Musk could... Can I I pick up this phone call for two seconds? You want it live or you want me to pause? No, I'll put it on... on, Okay. We got I'm a special a guest speaker. Hey, AB, you're on the podcast right now, so I'm just just pre pre warning, okay? Okay, I'll call you back then. <laughs> uh, you don't want to say anything? You could say hello to the no, listeners. Not really. You can say hello to the listeners. Uh, no, I, that's okay. Um, I was just basically seeing what you were up to. Um, give me a call back, okay? Okay, yeah, just let me. Uh, hey, oh. hi, baby. <laughs> hi, how you feeling? Hi. You miss daddy? I need your daddy today. Oh yeah. Oh, that's okay. Really? I know. Yes. Hey. Okay. Can you say bye bye, daddy? Bye bye. I love you. All right, love, love you, baby. All right. Well, that's a first. That is officially the youngest person to ever be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two years, four months. Hey, I, I said I like it raw, so there you go. <laughs> there you okay, go. so you're a chicken guy to go towards that. Okay, last question, because it's the podcast again. What's your favorite sex position? <laughs> um, or are, are you a worker, or are you... A fucking dead fish in bed. Do you do all the heavy lifting, or do you just like to let the woman do it? Because I'm a combination I'll, of both. I'll, I'll enjoy. Uh, I, I I enjoy a woman putting in her work, but at the same time, I I like the I like. I'll I'll do it all. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> like, and no, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like, I yeah, I like I like it all. Perfect. And I'm not. Uh, 
I I think people are too prudish. I think if it's a respect right? thing between two people, thank you. Do whatever the hell you want. If I'm you, the same way. I'm not seriously. If you want to piss on each other, go piss on each other. As long as you don't piss on us. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty open person that way. Yeah, I'll do whatever. But uh, yeah, man, I just don't like when other people judge other people's lives you know just let them be let them do what they want to do thank you unless you obviously you're being a nudist and you're yeah, fucking if, if in your front fight, lawn yeah. or something and then you got kids okay then that's a bit different mm-hmm. right but no if you're doing it in the means of your own home who fucking cares live your life and uh right do whatever the heck you want you want to have bukkake parties go for it who gives a fuck absolutely you want to have some <laughs> japanese bukkake uh parties I don't know if that's incredibly racist, but uh, well, it could they're be. they're the ones into just some crazy shit. Have you ever been to Japan? I would love to go. Me too. I feel so disrespectful right now because <laughs> I actually, I have I, wanna, I have Japanese I wanna, listeners. I want to go to Japan so bad for okay. the samurai, the culture, the judo, and the judo samurai connection, right? And just it just me. It's with the martial arts. I'm such a I'm obsessed with it. And really? We were just talking about Bukaki and Japanese. Yeah. It's a good way to end the show almost, I, eh? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, I don't feel as, uh, as much self-respect right now, but... Uh... <laughs> don't worry about it. Like I said, the show gets raunchy. Okay. All the right. last segment of my show... Well, unless you want to ha- add something else. I used to have an old segment called Shit You Hate. It's dirt. It. I'm here, so I don't do it anymore because apparently I, I hate everything. So, but is there something particular that just fucking eats you inside that you hate seeing that happens all the time? Like something, example, like a bad driver, or something that happens in while you're rolling with someone, or just bad manners of some sort. Like many, I, I don't know. How many? How many do I get? Just give me one. One thing that I really like a, a basic daily kind of thing. Mm. I got one. Okay, shoot. Let's see if it's been said on the show. I think this, I know it's kind of trivial and silly, but uh, I really make an effort. Uh, you know, basic things, gestures on a daily basis, whether it's holding a door. Okay. Uh, it could be we're at the counter and someone short a dime for something mm. and they're in a rush for a pack of something. Right. And it, people are just so so unbelievably selfish and ungrateful for anything and my pet peeve is when i go out of my way to like like open a door for someone get out of my way and they like they don't say thank you thank you or no or just i i i don't deserve anything special i did it i did it i did it i did it because it was the right thing to do and maybe i don't deserve a thank you but it just irks me when they don't even give you acknowledgement like even a tip of the head, you Something. know, just like just Anything. like a, just like a, uh, yeah. yeah. But just they walk like you were their, uh, you were working for them. See, I brought this up on an old episode where because this actually happened once. This happened to me at my work where I saw a woman fidgeting in her purse to get into the our office because you need a scan card. So I was walking by and I was trying to be nice. So I opened the door for her. She gives me this look like, why the fuck are you opening my door? I'm a woman. Hear me roar. Like I said, the feminists that oh. are fucking assholes. Right? So it's like, whoa, instead of saying thank you, you're you're telling me to fuck off, and here I am helping you? And it was winter, it's cold outside, and she's still, like, giving me the evil eyes. Like, go fuck yourself, man. That that stuff just 
Thank you. Um, See, okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah, what's that thing? Is it on Family Guy? Grind my gears. What was it? That used to be the you old. Know what's really... See, oh my God, you were meant to be on the show because that used to be actually called the segment. Grind what grinds my gears until maybe I heard it from you. Until I, I found it. that out, or yeah, maybe you heard an earlier episode. Of I don't mine. know. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't watch Family Guy, and then someone told me they're like, you know, grind my gears is from the Family Guy. And I try and be original, so I changed the name of it. Oh, I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> if you didn't mean to, man, who cares? But you know how the internet is. But man, I'll tell you right now it grinds my fucking gears it does like show some show some respect like the basic things in life it could be driving or anything it's just they're so easy to do it takes really no effort and when did when you let someone in the 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 wave saying thank you when did that fucking stop no one does that anymore like i stop and purposely okay you could go in and they just go "Eh." it's like hello yeah, there's no way I still anymore. do it. I still I do, do it. I still do the one where... Or you stick your hand out. I stick the hand out. Or, or in, the, yeah, in the, the rear view mirror. Yes. I usually do that one. even just like... T- shit, on the way here, actually. Yeah. I uh, was trying to get in in the left lane. I didn't want to go all the way in to the okay. end and then try and go in. Right, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be... I didn't want to be a jerk, yeah. right? But I had the option of one car. Just mm. one out of like 15 at the top to sneak in and I was trying to be polite to the rest of the people in front right. and uh, to take the left and then so the lady I'm just I'm like honk honk like a little quick one I was just like a friend I tried to do a really friendly face even though I look like a, <laughs> a, a gorilla and uh, she just she just all she did was like look at me for a split second then look back and just smirk on her face and ignore mm. me so I just like Got my car so close that if she went forward, she would have hit oh, me. Oh, yeah. And then I just snuck in. Yeah, 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 And then she drove by me and gave me the finger. Oh, there you go. And, yeah, that was that. Everyone's tough behind. Uh, we, if they only knew who you actually were, I doubt anyone would give you the fucking oh, finger. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, I, I wouldn't... Uh, no, I know, because obviously you're that high level. You would never use it on a fucking civilian. That's for sure. Uh, I, Unless I, you're in, in a threat. I'll tell you this, unless it's to my, my little one, my my, oh, that's, my my baby. You don't even need to or say my, that. my lady. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a teddy bear. Gotcha. People can uh, I've been to and that's another uh, shortfall that happened in a lot of the tough times mm. uh, when I was down and out that people did take advantage of that uh, weakness, boring money that I needed and you know, me trying to help other people when mm-hmm. I needed to help myself and um, I uh, always giving too much, you know, and letting people yeah. just, yeah. So no, of course. Okay. You can't, you can't be like that too much. So. No, you can't. People step all over you. Final thing. The other thing I like to do is a new thing I started on the show. Stupid laws that are around the world. I've been concentrating more in the States for now because everyone knows the States is fucked up as it is. I so. one right well. Right away. Okay, go. You, tell me one. You, you, you please. I, I'm. A, I, I've talked like a fucking parrot. Okay, I'll give one. You'll give one. And we'll wrap it up and call it a day. All right. So, in the state of Florida, apparently, at some point, selling your child in Florida was an actual popular thing because it's illegal to sell your child in Florida. Isn't that just a common thing? Who the fuck sells your children? What the fuck? They actually have that in writing where it's illegal to sell your child. So that means everywhere else in the states, you could probably sell your child. <laughs> Isn't that a fucked up law? <laughs> You're speechless, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I really I thought I, no first are you serious? I'm being serious. In Florida, it is illegal to sell your child. So that means at some point people were selling their kids in Florida. 
they actually had to make, make that a law. Yeah. And really put some awareness behind yep. it. Mind you, these laws are probably like from the 1800s, yeah, but, but still. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's... that. I mean, like, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, okay, yeah, all right. Um, well, what's yours? Is yours I, I better? Almost, I almost lost... <laughs> I, I got nothing on you. Uh, mine is... Uh, this is really controversial. Okay. And uh, I want to preface it with... And it doesn't mean that I still could be a homophobe or... This or that. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, uh, I, I know. I'm saying, like, even though I have friends and this and that yeah. of that uh, transgender or whatever, um, you roll with men. How can you be homophobic? Men, men. <laughs> I've taught. I have taught and I've trained with everybody. Exactly. People who wouldn't train with. Uh, we've had uh, many students that wouldn't train with a transgendered uh, a man, man uh, really? to woman, woman to man. Okay. And, and every time I would roll. Good for Absolutely. You. Well, you know what? That man, can you imagine how someone would feel like that? That is That's devastating. Shitty. Yeah. So, but anyways, the law is, uh, uh, I think it's the new one, B6, B6. What, here in, B, B, here in Toronto? BC 617. BC okay, well. The you, one that uh, Jordan Peterson's been talking about. Okay, sure. Um, he's a, he's a brilliant man, Jordan Peterson, uh, um, uh, psychology, uh, and some other, uh, things he teaches at the University of Toronto. He's only still there, I believe, because of his tenure, right? Or okay. With all the stuff that's been going on, sure. he would have been off, right? But he's just, uh, and a lot of notoriety behind him now, and mm-hmm. I, deservedly so. If you listen to him, he is, he's absolutely brilliant wow. and so insightful, uh, even just general stuff in life, yeah, you know, yeah. to make you think in a more positive way. And, yeah, of course. And you should check him out, bro. I, I, no, I, I will. I'm going to listen a lot more to him because I think he's very, in a, in a, in a way, to get you off your ass and, and, and you know, gotcha. push forward and make the best out of bad situations. Mm-hmm. But basically what happened yeah, is it's the slot? same opinion as him, this whole thing where we can be fined now. Yeah. And if you do not pay the fine, okay, you will go to jail. Okay. If you are not using, and someone chooses to report it to the police, mm-hmm. I know this is in Ontario. I don't know if it's any further. Okay, so it's probably provincial. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. Um, I, 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 and don't quote me a hundred percent because I'm not okay. right we'll, at we'll the say point. An alleged I, law. Okay, let's go. Well, it's, it's they're, our they're trying to pass it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're trying to pass okay, it. Okay, so, yeah. so it's for a future law. Gotcha. No, but it's 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 in the works. I think some some part of it is already like going. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like it's so it's almost it's, gonna pass then. It's just like the next level of ridiculousness. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, part of it's been passed, or one piece was passed, and now okay. it's this. And, and uh, it's basically uh, for transgender. Okay. You know how they have these pronouns like uh, ge- non non binary. Yes. Uh, genders and yeah. stuff. However, they want to be known and as. Zem Zizer Zizen Zeng Jing Jing Wang Ding Ding Ding. There's it's it's All basically an infinite amount of these. You can yep. just make them up. It, so yeah. how. Sometimes you can't discern between a female or a male. It's, it, it can be hard. You yeah. know, some people just look a certain way, and that's how they're born. Yeah. No disrespect to them. And if I make a mistake... It shouldn't be your fault. If I say, oh, uh, sir, 
or a miss or a ma'am, and they were not, uh, should I be in trouble for that? No, of course not. Of course I'd be obliged to say, I'm very sorry. I'm, I... I was just going to say yes. If it's followed up with that, of course. But it's not like you're going around calling them trannies or anything. That's, then that's being inconsiderate. But at the same time, where does it end? Yeah, and, and... I, I know it. Like, what, what's this world turning to? So I'm telling you right now, mm. if this goes through, you can already get in trouble. But now you could go to jail if you don't pay the fine. If you are in a group of friends or whatever, mm-hmm. and this person, transgender person, is 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 wants to be referred to as, uh, let's say, Zer. Zer. Okay. And uh, his name is. Adam. Okay. I, 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 whatever. Sure. I, I, I'm trying to think. That's a good uh, name. Or a guy to a girl. So Zer. Yeah, he wants to be called Ashley. Okay. Um, and you say, I, I that, that's your name. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to be called uh, Ashley, you know, that's I think I, that's respectable. You yeah. know, I'll call you Ashley. Of course. Yeah. You know, if you if you're you were Adam, now you want to be Ashley. I'll call you Ashley. You of go. course. And yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, I think you have that total right, but I am not going to just start calling people these random made-up words. Especially a stranger. And yeah, especially especially a stranger. Yeah. These made-up words, yeah. and because it's the principle of it. It's where does it end? It's this, mm-hmm. and how? And for all these people, let's say you're in a certain institution, you work. Yeah. That's why I'm going with it. I know in certain instances you have a friend or something. Of course you'll call them that to be yeah. uh, be nice, respectful. Of course, yeah, yeah. How do you you got uh, let's say a hundred, even though it can be infinite, a hundred. Yeah. How you how are you supposed to remember a <laughs> hundred names? Thank you. Possibilities of these zimzies, zerzai, zimzas, what zimz of all these people. Yeah, it's it's just not it. it, it it's, it's unfathomable. unfathomable. Yeah. unfathomable. It's, you it, should walk around with name tags then, if that's the case. Yeah, you, you can't you do go. it. And for that, you could go to jail? That's ridiculous. Cause Even the called, fine is ridiculous. What the fuck? You, I, I'm like, I think this is just... I don't know. Uh, it's beyond me. And I, right now, I'm so tired, and I'm <laughs> not even... in. I, I, I'm like a... Uh, so I, I, I can't even articulate my thoughts no, no worries. at all. But I wish I could... Uh, but we know the gist of it. Don't worry. It's I wish true. I could articulate just, it a little bit better because I actually listened uh, quite a bit more on it. So uh, no, I, came I just okay, did a worry. really shitty job. But I yeah. hope people research a little bit more because I'm I sure think it's will. an injustice and uh, it's, it's just it's just not fair, you know? No, it's true. Well, I guess on that note, we'll wrap it up here. Do you, you have anything to plug? Do you have anything you want to promote anywhere where uh, they could find you? You know what? I'm gonna try to get the uh, Instagram at Thomas Beach JJ. So Thomas Beach Jiu Jitsu, mm-hmm. but it's just JJ. Um, other than that, you can add me on Facebook. There you go. Uh, nothing really to plug I, I you want to plug private lessons going. nothing teaching seminars uh, you know none of thomas that crap. thomas beach nawaza so thomas with an h beach like the beach yep. nawaza for n-e-w-a-z-a at gmail.com for seminars and privates uh 
always willing to do those. And uh, It's totally worth uh, it, trust me. Well, I appreciate that. And if you are willing to do something where it is half profit and we give to a, oh. uh, an organization, preferably, preferably for mental health, mm-hmm. uh, I always like to do that. That's cool. Uh, give back uh, is always great. To know that you're making a living doing something you love, you're passionate about helping yep. other people, and then on top of that, uh, giving money to a reputable uh, charity. For sure. Definitely. That's cool. So that would, yeah, that's about it. And I'll, I'll plug you on this show. Perfect. And say, that's all I could ask and for. And say that uh, this uh, Steve fella that I have recently known mm-hmm. now, pretty awesome guy, and uh, I wish the best for this uh, podcast. And uh, Don't worry, the check's in the mail, by the way. <laughs> for saying these nice things. <laughs> you're, All right. you're, you're, a, you're a good dude, man, and I, I really you. I really do appreciate, appreciate you listening to me babble about my uh my, my stuff. pleasure. No, this was quite informative, trust me. And people could find me at Finger Styles, Instagram, Twitter. I don't do Facebook. Send me an email, questions, comments, or if you want to give me some money. Send me some cash via PayPal at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. Go to poppyapparel.com. Use promo code thepodcast with a capital D. Get 10% off your next order. Free shipping worldwide. Go to podbros.com. Listen to my show there. Listen to other podcasts as well. Make sure to click on the Amazon banner. Give them a little something, which in turn gives me something. Cool? You're all good? All good. You had a good time? I did have a good time. You'll be back? I will be back. Cool. I'm, I'll always, always have you on, of course. Always be willing to be back, brother. That's cool. All right. On that note, he's Thomas. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Thanks, everybody.